This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. At the drop-in center today, the Alex Dental Health Bus is down there. They do some cool stuff. I mean, mouths make my tummy turn in a big way. Like, I don't like that stuff, right? Baby drool? Ugh. So being a dentist or a hygienist and stuff, I I can't imagine that job. And uh, the Alex Dental goes down, and they help at the drop-in for those who need to take care of their teeth before the holiday season. It's a bit of giving back. Uh, The lead um, for the Alex... Uh, feels that we go a long way in healthier teeth with fluoridation. Denise uh, Cockrum, the program lead, the Alex Dental Health Bus, trying to restart this conversation. Uh, Denise, where, where are we going with this and why does it matter? Why does it matter? Well, you know, for a long time now, after the task force on homelessness had a look at the results of that um, that research a couple of years ago done in the city, we realized that the number one health concern that people, homeless people had was dental care. And so for the last number of years, we've been trying to figure out a way to take the service to the people because somewhere between the dental office and where they are, they're falling off the, falling off the map. They're not getting the service and the care that they need. So we had a theory that if we took the, the office to them, would that change the outcome? Would there be a demand? What would we see? Um, our biggest issue over the last few years has been funding, of course, because although we have the resource, i.e. the bus and the people and the volunteer teams as well as our own team, we didn't have the financial resources to do that. And because we were so curious to see what what we would see, what we would find, our team decided that instead of having their office day today before the holidays, they wanted to give back and they wanted to go and do a free day of giving uh, to the, the clients at the drop-in centre and we really wanted to have that collaboration between the drop-in and the Alex to see also how, how that would work. So what did you find when you go down and uh, check out a bunch of people's teeth? Oh, it's been a really interesting day. So we've had countless people knocking on the door of the bus wanting to come in and have appointments. We've been, uh, we had a wait list this morning when we arrived of over 17 people. And that list just kept growing as the day progressed. We had our team on there. We're seeing very interesting, uh, a lot of people interested actually in their oral health from the preventive side, which I was I was really pleased as a hygienist to see, that they were interested to have their teeth clean, wanted fresh breath, want, were interested in their gu- noticing that their gums were bleeding, wanting some help with that. And on the other side of the spectrum, we had the people that had urgent care, a lot of people that needed teeth extracted or filled, had abscesses, had infections. So we, we saw the whole gamut, I and mean, they're still there right now providing the care. And we were very, very surprised to see, not, not overly surprised, we knew there would be needs. But what we really were gratified with was that the people were really open, clients were really open to coming, and there was a trust there, I think, be- between the two organizations. Because of who the organizations were, there, were, there was trust with the clients to come on and allow us the opportunity to give them a hand. There really is something about having clean teeth that I think everybody... It's kind of like uh, for, for a man getting a good shave. 
Well, I think it's interesting because even some of the clients made the connection, which so many people don't, that oral health is so connected to systemic health and well-being that it's not just about having clean teeth and a nice smile, that it, it really impacts and affects our overall health from the perspective of we know that there are links between stroke, heart disease, diabetes, aspirated pneumonias. There are a lot of links to our overall general health that are connected to dental oral health. How do we change that and improve it? Well, I think a big part, education, I believe, is the the key to many things. And I believe that educating our public, educating people um, around the effects of, of why we need to have better oral health and how we can go about doing that. And a key piece here in Alberta that we are always looking at here at the Alex is that the, the access to care and equity. So oral health access and equity. How many, you know, there are many pockets of our population that don't have that access. And so we are always trying to create ways in which these people can, can get the care that they need because that's a, you know, that is a right for people to have good health. Uh, we are about to move on to the conversation about fluoride uh, from this and the impacts of it. Um, where does fluoride land for a professional in the industry of dental? Um, you know, how important is it rinsing with it? And you see it firsthand. Well, for us, the, the issue of, of fluoride, the topical effects of fluoride are significant. And we know that with over 55,000 studies that have been done over the years and the evidence-based background to it, that there is a lot of importance around fluoridation, particularly the topical fluoride, the water fluoridation, which as we know has been removed in the Calgary water since 2011, uh, despite two plebiscites that we're in favor of and city council still made a decision to remove the, the, the fluoride in the water. We know that in Windsor, they just made that decision to reverse the decision and bring the fluoride back into their water. We know that the marginalized uh, populations are, are often the ones that are most impacted uh, with poor oral health and the, the results of that. And oftentimes what people don't see is the cost. People will say, well, what's the cost to me? It should, doesn't matter to me. Well, it should matter. Because it costs everybody when those healthcare-related costs are, you know, attributed to taxpayers paying into the healthcare system. Uh, Denise Cochram, uh, program lead, the Alex Dental Health Bus. If somebody's interested in helping out the bus, how do they do that? Well, you can visit our web website at www.thealex.ca, and we are always, always uh, the dental health program is one of the programs that does not receive any type of government funding uh, or any kind of support other than donations. So the work that we did today was something that we donated to the drop-in center to provide that care. And we're always open to anybody making donations to us to help us out, whether it's time, talent, or resources. Always okay. a welcome to that piece for us. Thank you very much for yeah. having me. Oh, you're welcome. The um, If I'm not a dentist person, uh, can I still help out? Yes, absolutely. You can certainly donate to our cause if that's uh, something of interest to you. And we also always look for volunteers in, in different capacities to leverage our team and help us out uh, from that perspective as well. So there are opportunities to contribute either in either way. Thank you, Denise. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Have a good, have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you. Merry Christmas to you. Denise Cochram is with uh, the Alex Dental Bus. So that, Denise brought it up down in Windsor. They voted to bring fluoridation back after all these years and seeing compelling numbers um, that says that taking out it was a mistake. It was 2011 in Calgary when that changed. Uh, 2013, I think. Uh, excuse me. The Cal 
sorry, 2011 in Calgary, 2013 in Windsor, the council voted in Windsor eight to three to remove it. And then new council comes in and they voted eight to three to put it back in. And so my question for you, fluoridation in Calgary, uh, do you want to see it or not? Should it, is it time to look at this and go, wow, this, this might've been a, an oops. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.